What's up, Just Sayers? Welcome to another episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I'm your host, Justin Martindale. And officially, as of today, it is the first day of summer. That's right. The summer solstice is upon us for all you druids and summer people. You nailed it. (laughs) This summer's for you. And I have to say, it's already hot. But first, John, how are you, buddy? I'm great. I uh, saw Jurassic Park last night. Oh, how'd you like it? It was terrible. Yeah, right? Every part of it. It had its moments, and then it was just kind of like, eh. Like, there was a lot of the dinosaurs, I think I said last week, where it's like, there's a dinosaur, and you're like, why is this here? I... I if somebody said here's a million dollars but you have to tell me what this movie is about I would not have a million dollars. Yeah, they lost me at the like giant locust. Yeah, as soon as I saw giant bugs I'm like that's not a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. They're like, "Oh, genetic engineering." I'm like, "Nope. I've seen bigger locusts in Texas." So <laughs> it was pretty lame. However, I am looking forward to Black Phone. Have you have you seen that one, the Ethan Hawke uh, horror film coming the, out? The mask guy, the creepy yeah, mask guy, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone's like gagging over it. I think Stephen King's son wrote like the short story of it, and Stephen King was like, "My son is proud, like like he's or he's proud of his son rather." But so that means the ending probably isn't going. No, don't say that. I know that's what I'm always afraid of because if it's if it's a January horror film. Or maybe like a summer horror film. I'm like, oh, they didn't want to release during Halloween, which means it's usually not good. But I had some friends who have already seen screenings of it. They said it's really, really good. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, that's a, a screening of that. Just giving a shout out. Uh, the Sebastian Maniscalco movie, like his first, I guess, starring role. Which one? I forgot what it's called. Family, maybe something family, but Sebastian Maniscalco is starring in a new movie. Oh, cool. Um, and they did a, they did a screening in Burbank. It's actually really good. He's really good in it. I've been having to bring him on stage a couple times lately. He's crushing his new material. He just rips apart LA and I love everything. He just rips apart LA and he's very intimidating. He's one of those people that I always like, every time I bring him out, he gives me this look like, like, ugh. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I want to be your friend. <laughs> there are a few people whose intros at the store, and I know we're getting, we're talking shop, but at the store, I just cry. Like Anthony Jeselnik, uh huh. His intro makes me laugh so hard. It's like, he's like, hey. now the show's officially over after me, and I'm like, wait, I'm after you. Uh, he go, he go. I forgot. Oh, he goes. Uh, we have a lot of good show left, and then it takes a dip at the end, and I cry because I know who the last like three or four comics usually are. Yeah. I'm one of them. Product. No, no, okay, no way. You're okay, you're up in good. the first half for sure. But I'm really excited. The summer is officially upon us. It's hot. The sun is supposed to set at like eight o'clock tonight. Um, I'm ready to go. I have my iced tea here with a little bit of shout out to Dangerously Dope, who sent me some goodies, some THC infused uh, sugar and liquid sweetener, some clarified butter. Uh, they even sent me, wait for this, popsicles. Oh, yeah, popsicles. So check them out. Check their uh, Instagram out, Dangerously Dope. Um, we'll see how the rest of this podcast goes, because I might be high off my balls. Um, but uh, I had a great weekend. I had to get out of town. 
I just LA was just driving me crazy. Just sounds and and heat and smells and just physical and emotional fatigue. And I had the pleasure of joining Heather McDonald at the Charles Krug Winery. Shout out to all the Juicy Scoopers who attended that. I will also be back on Juicy Scoop this Thursday with Heather. We'll probably be doing a fun, more elaborate recap of our trip. We had so much fun and so many crazy adventures. I can't wait to share with her. But yeah, I learned a lot about wine. First of all, I have never been to Napa, and this was the most beautiful experience that I can remember in quite a long time. Everything was just bloom, blooming everywhere, and just the air was great. There was beautiful clouds in the sky, and the wine, holy shit, the wine. If you've never been to Napa, just go. Make a girl's trip out of it. Do a bro's trip, whatever. Just do some sort of trip. We had this fabulous Airbnb, um, vineyards everywhere. Everyone was just so nice. And we were like, why is everyone so nice? And I'm like, oh, because they drink wine all day, every day. And they probably don't have to deal with like, I need to speak to the manager. Like, no, we're all just there for one purpose, to just relax, just sit out by a fire pit. Oh my God, it was gorgeous. It was so wonderful. Um, And learned a lot about wine. I learned that a lot of the wine that I drink is crap. <laughs> because I'm like, ooh, Merlot, that's trash. And then they gave me a proper Merlot, and I was like, holy God, this is great. I hate Chardonnay because everyone's like, mm, it's buttery. I love a good buttery, oaky Chardonnay. And I'm like, ugh, get out of here. And then I had the Rombauer Chardonnay, which was epic. The only Chardonnay we'll ever drink. Um, and we met some great sommeliers. There was Dana at Pride Wineries, which was fantastic. Um, Trish. Uh, uh, at the Hall Winery, uh, who is not having it. I mean, I think you have to have really acute patience for people doing wine tastings because, like, near the end, we were getting a little rowdy, and I was cool, but like, my company was a little, you know, tipsy and slurry and loud. And I was like, Trish, you're doing a great job. Just stick through it. You've got this girl. And she was, she had that, like, uh, complexion where like if she's getting agitated her face just turns really red and she just gets heated and I was like oh she's gonna snap on all of us but no she did great it was such a wonderful trip I can't wait to go back and again thank you all for the kind words about the podcast um laughing coming out it was just so wonderful seeing all your beautiful faces so Let's get into this week's episode, shall we? Oh, wait, hold on. And I also started The Boys Season 3, which is so much fun. Have you seen The Boys? I got through Season 1, but we should have what's-his-name-on here, Quaid, Jack Quaid. We should try and get him on. Let's get him on! All right. He, he's, he's like, he's funny. He's a cool. cool. Yeah, no, it's such a fun show. If you don't know what The Boys is, it's on Amazon Prime. It's a uh, a series about, you know, these superheroes that live amongst us with superpowers and how they run awry and can be just as bad as uh, any normal person when they use their powers that aren't necessarily for the right purposes. And I just love it. It's really, really fun. It's dirty. It's gory, which is really fun, too, because if you've got laser vision, I want to see you cut someone in half with it. That's just call me old fashioned. But um, I this first story I can relate to very uh, well. I, I it's, it, 
this one just hits a little close to home for me. It's a story that came out um, from our favorite, the New York Post. And it's about this woman. And the headline reads, I was so humiliated for taking too long in the bathroom, so the restaurant called the cops. Now, this woman who attended the Pride Parade, see, right off the bat, go to the bathroom before the parade. She attended the Pride Parade in Washington, D.C., and she was dehumanized and humiliated after taking too long in a subway bathroom. Oh, God. Wait, subway restaurant? Restaurant. Subway sandwich shop? (laughs) Or subway subway? We'll get into it. Daisia Jones from Maryland was celebrating at the Pride Parade when she suffered a serious wardrobe malfunction, shit her pants, that exposed her naked body from her crotch up to her breasts. I mean, what? Were you attacked by a wolverine at the Pride Parade? In a panic, she said she ran into a nearby Subway sandwich shop. Okay, good. Whew, I was going to say, do not use a Subway station bathroom. But you could, it, get, you could get a better sandwich in a subway station bathroom. You have to have a code on the door. That's true. Has to have a code. Rule number one, code on the door. Code on the door. She explained her situation to an employee asking to use the bathroom in order to fix her strapless denim jumpsuit. Jones claimed that the restaurant workers allowed her to use the bathroom, but then called 911 less than five minutes later. Okay. No. As Jones and her friend attempted to cover her up, the police began banging on the door as the employees yelled at them to exit the restroom immediately. She claimed in a now viral Twitter thread picturing the subway fast food chain on U Street in D.C. At this point, I'm in tears, she says, because I thought I was going to get arrested for no reason. I was forced out of the bathroom while my breasts were exposed in a crowded subway sandwich shop where she amassed 7,921 likes and 4,000 comments in three days. Okay. Reps for Subway were aware of the incident, telling the Post that workers were concerned for her safety. So, first of all, so many things. It wasn't less than five minutes. No way. No way. No. I mean, what's amazing to me is the different account between her... And her post, we've become a world where people read tweets and posts and take it for every word that's written. Yeah. And like the accounts are so different that in this specific case, I absolutely believe the restaurant. Yeah. Like you can, you can read what you can read their statement in the next paragraph. And it's sort of just like, yeah, this, this checks out. She was being unresponsive. Of course they called the cops. They might have a dead person in their bathroom. Yeah, you're, this is this is where this is where my heart is. I have Subway's back on this, which I would never say. However, they still have the best Italian BMT. Is it a BMT? Yeah, uh, Italian B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian BMT. It's not the BLT. It's, it's not a BLT. It's, it's like the BMT. Yeah. I don't know what the M stands for. Nobody knows. It's, no one knows. It's sort of like they just throw things in there. We didn't know there was metal in the tuna, but you know what? It's pride. It is. I think they thought maybe this girl's going to the bathroom to do drugs. You know, like, oh, it's pride. I'm, you know, people get crazy, you know. Or... 
Um, maybe they saw her outfit and were concerned, you know, because it was slit from the crotch to her tatas. Well, I think it says she went in with another person. So there's also the... If you go in with another person, you're allowed to be sketchy, especially if there's just one toilet, you know, and they're like, oh, they're doing drugs. They're yeah. doing blow in the bathroom at Subway. Yeah. But also, how dead was the Subway that no one is making a sandwich and just like watching the bathroom to see if this girl comes out in time? This is why I don't use public toilets. Same. I have a phobia. I will hold it. If it's if I have to go pee, I, I will do that. And I can just go in and out. But if I have to go number two, oh no. I will wait. I refuse to use a public toilet because of the shame, the guilt, the like hygiene of it all i just can't do it because say if i go in there and just blow ass and then there's that small little child waiting in line after me with you know their little corn cob brim hat and their little you know pantaloons and their lollipop <laughs> where is where is this subway what year <laughs> It's just a, this this subway, the one that you're talking about. Oh, Coney Island. Oh, got yes. it. Yes, check that. Okay, you're actually right. <laughs> Back in the 1920s, um, I'm afraid that I'm going to walk out and and like someone's going to look at me. We're going to exchange that like, oh, hello, how are you? Have a good day. You know, when you like leave the bathroom, you smile or what? I don't know. Do I don't know? Do I? Maybe I'm the only one who does that. Where I just give a little like, hello, after you. And then I'm afraid they're going to shut the door and immediately I'm going to hear, oh my God, there's no God. Like I, that to me is just devastating. I, I think every public bathroom needs to carry poopery. Well, yes, but they're also like, I won't go into a, uh, uh, what are those called? The uh, porta potty? No, the one where you, what, men and the unisex bathrooms. I won't do that. Oh, the unisex ones? Yeah, because I'm more concerned with like come walking out and there's just a hot girl standing there waiting. Yeah, exactly. Me. But I used to. Did do you remember? Did you used to have movie pass? I used to use that as my bathroom pass in New York City. I used to pay ten dollars a month for a movie pass <laughs> if I had to use a public bathroom, buy a movie ticket, go to their very clean bathroom, and then just walk out. <laughs> You subscribed to Movie Pass to use the bathroom. Only when it was unlimited movies. It was ten dollars a month, and it was a New York City public bathroom pass. That's wow. And then Movie Pass itself, it did in fact go down the shitter. Oh, and he, there were there were certain movies that came out that that they were like, who bought tickets to this? It was probably me just using the. Bathroom. Do you think Nicole Kidman in the AMC uh, trailer? Do you think she uses the AMC toilets? I don't think she's ever been in a movie theater. I think she was on a set in that commercial. All of her movies are on streaming services. I'm like, why did they pick this? Uh, do you know how much she got paid for that? Did we discuss that? I, no. $25 million. Oh, fuck off. I know. Because it, it, it feels good to cry in a place like this. Heartbreak feels good in the dark. <laughs> like, uh, But I honestly, I live for it. Every time it pops up, I'm just like, here's Nicole Kidman just being a common person in a movie theater that nobody else is in, yeah. just staring up at the screen going, oh, this is what I do. Do you remember the last movie she was in that wasn't on HBO, that wasn't directly on HBO Max? That wasn't on a streaming Yes, theater? I do. What, The Others? She was in um, uh, The Northman. 
What? That was the last one she was in. That Viking movie with Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, okay. So she did do Which I still need to see, but I was like, I'll wait for it to come out on I don't HBO know if Max. there's any evidence that it actually went into theaters. I've never seen that anywhere. Yeah, it was like a billboard, and then they like forgot to... Remember they forgot to like put the movie title on it, yeah. and it was just like all these like Anglo-Saxon people with braids and dirt on their face, and it was like, what is this? Yeah. And they were like, oh, that was what we were trying to do, is get you to ask questions. It's like, no, some lazy intern forgot to put on the title on the actual billboards. So that's like Netflix. Ne the Netflix billboard over here is amazing. It just, Oh, it's so annoying. It, ha it has a reference to something and you yeah. have to guess what the fuck they're talking yeah. about. It's like, you're not promoting this very well. No, I have no clue what you're talking about. It's just like, it'll just say like weird shit to promote their shows. And you're like, what? I don't have time for this yeah. riddle on sunset. <laughs> I don't have time. Like, like just sh tell me what I need to watch. So I can immediately give it like three minutes and be like, I'm not into it. Yeah. Uh, uh but I feel for this girl. I hope her outfit got changed again. I don't think coming after Subway is the problem <laughs> or no. is the solution. Rather, I think she, this would have happened anywhere else. But also, like, go to the bathroom and stop hanging out with friends with razor sharp katana from Mortal Kombat clackety clack fans. You know those fans that rack, 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 very like uh. Ooh, uh, if it's too loud, I have to get away. But I don't. I want to know a what ripped her shirt from breast to to cooter, and then I need to know um, what happened because Ad, I think Adam Ray did a joke about that, where using a public restroom and forgetting to lock it, and the guy opens the door, and we immediately do that face where we're like, ah, like it's just the no, please, God, like that mortifies me. I can't do public restrooms and I'm sticking to it. But you know who I heard has a great public restroom? TJ Maxx. <laughs> That's right. After the trial of the century slash couple of months, Amber Turd was spotted in a TMZ. So she is now penniless. She owes her ex-husband $8.4 million in damages. We don't know if she's still in Aquaman 2. We talked about this last week, but do we care? I'm not going to see Aquaman 2. You know who's in Aquaman 2? Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's Mother Ocean, which she is. She's Mother Ocean or whatever. Poseidon's mom. <laughs> um, she was spotted shopping at TJ Maxx, oh, in the Hamptons, gross. So poor. Oh, I didn't even know there was a TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. Who am I? I've never been to the Hamptons, so I can't, I've been to Napa. There wasn't a TJ Maxx in Napa. Sorry, Amber Heard, I win. So sources told the Post in early June that the 36-year-old actress is broke due to hefty legal fees. Eh, I don't think 8.4 is that hefty, do you? <laughs> Not when you're and that, $8. <laughs> Before she was ordered her pay millions for her defamatory statements, when asked if the actress had the means to cover the judgment handed down by the jury, her lawyer, Elaine Bredehoft, I still don't know how to say her name. She says, oh, God, no, absolutely not. Here she was shopping at the TJ Maxx in Bridgehampton, New York, where the average home goes for around $3.8 million, according to Zillow. So she probably isn't maxing out her credit cards to buy outfits. Now, 
I'm a little upset with this because I know a lot of Maxinistas. They're out there. They probably listen to this show. You go on and shop at TJ Maxx, Queen. Don't let Amber Heard ruin TJ Maxx for you or anybody else. This is, I swear to you, up and down, this is a publicity stunt. She called upon the paparazzi. This is all on TMZ. This is all going on TMZ. Um, to say, hey, this is a... Uh uh, not Amber Heard's brother. She's at, uh, TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. Okay. And that was Amber Heard playing her brother. Um, and then, you know, photographers show up at TJ Maxx. She's browsing through the clothes. Um, and I, I think it's really fucked up. I, 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 you know, I, I love a thrifty queen. I love a woman who can save her pennies. I love a woman who's got kids. And she just, you know what? TJ Maxx is going to let her have the shopping spree on a budget of her dreams. And I don't like making this like, ooh, gross. She shops at a TJ Maxx. No. The fact that the one thing I don't like is that there's a TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. Yeah, that's poor. Because then it kind of makes it a little even more gross. TJ Maxx in Phoenix, Arizona. TJ Maxx in Tampa. A TJ Maxx in Oklahoma City. Go off, Queen, because I'm sure there's some amazing shopping centers there. But just the TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. First of all, bitch, don't go to the Hamptons. If you just lost the biggest court case in like recent pop culture history, the last thing you want to do is show up in the Hamptons and be like, like that little, um, uh, what's her name? Oh God, the little, uh, uh, the little short woman from uh, Little Women or whatever. You know, what I'm talking about. It's like a famous meme, and she's like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" And she like walks in. I forget her name. I think she almost died. But that's how I feel. Like you can't be Amber Heard showing up to the Hamptons and being like, "How y'all doing?" Hey. Like, no. And then I bet she's doing that. Like, say if she's having like a charcuterie board or something and like living this lifestyle in the Hamptons, like, oh, days gone by. Oh, remember when I was rich and I could do this all the time. And then people are like, Amber, sorry to hear about your trial, but that blouse looks amazing on you. Where did you get it? Don't look at me. I'm hideous. I got it at... TJ Maxx, no! Because I guarantee you they would ask her to leave. They're like, no, we're not having that Ivanka Trump blouse at our summer solstice party. Oh, God, I want to go to a summer solstice party. I couldn't even tell you what that was. You don't know what a summer solstice party is? It's where you just, like, you know, dress white, dress in all white, and, like, take a... Marianne's like special sauce from True Blood season two, where they all just start shaking and they all just start drinking wine and put on bullhorns and start fucking. No. Nope. Yeah, this sounds terrible. Yeah, this sounds this sounds what they might call in twenty twenty two problematic. <laughs> That's my jam. I've always wanted just to just start shaking and your eyes turn black and you wake up naked in a field. Ah, uh, sign me up. Live your best life. Okay, so wait, can we talk about this section for a second? Homeowner, is it? 
what is this where you can use your homeowner's insurance policy to cover the cost of your attorneys? Is that some rich people shit? That's some rich people shit. Okay. I, I'm like, I've never heard that before. Okay. I'm just uneducated in this, but it sounds like rich people shit. She's using her homeowner's insurance to pay for the legal fees. Yeah. But yet in the Hamptons. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It's too much. I'm, 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 I'm exhausted by this Amber Heard nonsense because I feel like we're going to hear about it for months, even years to come. Much like this next story, the story that broke the damn internet, like it should, Beyonce announced last weekend that she was releasing a new album called Renaissance uh, later on in July. I want to say it might be July 29th or something. And so everyone's like, gah, 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 she's back. The queen is here. She's back, which she hasn't released an album since 2016, which I think is just insane. But again, sure. Um, and then yesterday, everyone was like, her first single is dropping at midnight. It's called Break My Soul from her upcoming Renaissance album. And everyone was waiting on bated breath. Please, God, just give it to us. I was doing a two-hour Zoom call last night, and I think I got the notification that was like, it's here, it's here. And all I wanted to do was just shut my laptop and be like, oh, my God, my computer unplugged, just to listen to the song. But I didn't. I waited. So late Monday night, just as the Juneteenth holiday weekend closed, Queen B released Break My Soul a glistening dance track that samples Big Frida's Explode and nods to Robin S's 1993 hit, Show Me Love. Do you remember Show Me Love? Yep. Which came out, I looked it up today, Show Me Love debuted in 1993 when? June 21st, the summer solstice. Why? Today's the anniversary. <laughs> so she has some lyrics, You Won't Break My Soul. She repeats it throughout the entire song, also calling for a reinvention to uh, quitting your job, finding a new drive, semi-rapping with attitude. The queen's in the front and the dom's in the back ain't taking no flicks, but the whole click snap. How white did I sound when I just... That was... That was very white. That was very like that, that was, was a party with horns and white uh, clothing. White. That was a white uncle chaperoning his like niece's like party. Yeah, I'm down with the Beyonce. Um, the pulsing song is the first offering from Renaissance, her seventh studio album, which is due July 29th. I was right. It follows Beyonce's uh, visual album, Blackest King, which is still amazing. If you haven't seen that, watch it on Disney Plus. Uh, including Black Parade, which she unveiled on Juneteenth, 2020, and her collaboration with Megan Thee Stallion that year on a remix of Savage, which was good as well. So she's on the cover of British Vogue this month. Uh, she looks incredible, of course. Uh, I listened to the song. And uh, there I said it. I was a little underwhelmed because I feel like if you're going to do a summer bop and you're going to take it from 
another song. It's already been done. Uh, uh, a fan DM'd me this morning and said, Charlie XCX sampled Robin S earlier this year. So I don't know. I, I, it's Drake released his album, which everyone's giving him shit about because they say it's a little too house vibes. I love house music. I think it's great. And then Beyonce was just kind of like, hold my hive. I'm going to release this house music track. I mean, it's fine. It's not. And, I, and, and you know, all the gays are just like, yes, queen, slay, mama. And I'm just like, oh, does anybody have taste anymore? Nope. I just feel like if Beyonce releases something, Beyonce could literally record herself farting in a subway bathroom and people like the police would not get involved they'd be like beyonce you all right in there she's like i'm recording an album all right as you were you know like if just because somebody releases a song it can be shit i'm not saying this song is shit it's just like all right it's been done robin s i'm sorry robin s is still one of the best Anytime that song comes on, I'm just like, oh, oh, oh shit. It's so good. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to show me love. Yes. It's iconic. It's amazing. It's the song that got Trixie Mattel sent home because <laughs> she <laughs> hates that song so much. And I will say this. I think that you are going to hear this song through and through. Every drag queen at a basic brunch will be doing it. Um, It's just not, it's not crazy in love. It's not countdown. It's not partition. It's not naughty boy. It's just, meh. And I'm sorry, Bayhive, come for me. I don't care. But I just feel like, you know, just because Beyonce releases a song, we all don't have to just automatically gag over it. You know, we can be like, you know, that's all right. You know, you're not going to have your favorites, and that's okay. And maybe this song will introduce Robin S. to the children, unless Charlie CX already did it first. But it's a fun summer jam. It's not my favorite, but we'll put it on the... Summer hits of 2022. I'm waiting for the remix. I always will wait for the remix because there could be a badass DJ out there who can remix the shit out of this song. And we're like, there it is. And I will also wait for the video because I think the video, um, I'm trying to think, I think St. Hoax, I think we all follow St. Hoax on Instagram, everybody in the world. And if you don't, please do. It's so funny. It's an amazing pop parody account on Instagram. Um, there was a clip they put up of Nicki Minaj being like, you're not going to get the song the first two times, but if you get it like the third or the fourth, then you'll start feeling it. And I'm like, no, I'll hear a song the first time. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm in. Follow me. That's a good one. We talked about that with Johnny Sibley last week. Follow, follow, follow me. That's a good one. But I also think that this is where we're at. All of our pop idols are getting older and a little rickety. Maybe even a little lazy, you'll say. Um, But this video came to me, um, Justin Timberlake, who has been kind of absent as of late. We haven't really seen him 
in a long time. Uh, his last album was called Man in the Woods, and apparently he forgot how to dance because he's been in the woods this entire time. Fans mock Justin Timberlake for awkward hokey pokey dance, and they said he has no swag left. He brought sexy back, and he's leaving his swag behind. Justin Timberlake may need to call his choreographer. The 41-year-old musician stopped by Something in the Water Music Festival in Washington, D.C. Wow, Washington, D.C. is really having a moment this week. Everything's the worst there. That's what I'm getting. Women are being stuck in subway bathroom toilets, and Justin Timberlake is performing there. So he was caught grooving to the Beach Your Feet dance, which has been popular in the area for more than 20 years. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Now it all ooh, it makes it a little more cringy. However, fans were not impressed with the Crimea River Crooner's dance moves on stage. Timberlake donned casual khaki pants. No! <laughs> not khaki pants! Uh, did it get him at TJ Maxx? Oh, no! Uh, orange sneakers and a green button-down for his performance. Videos of him shaking his body went viral, and of course, users on Twitter couldn't help but give their two cents. Here's some of the tweets. Oh, DC, beat your feet. Did Justin Timberlake get off at uh, SITW? Can we play this clip? Can we, like, have you seen it, John? I haven't. I mean, this does look bad. He looks like he's in slow. <laughs> Three words, justice for Janet. So, um, oh my God. Someone else wrote, Justin Timberlake still thinking he has any swag left while wearing those Old Navy khakis on stage. Oh. Someone said he was a cross between a black uncle at a cookout <laughs> and Irish river dancing. And no, I can't be explaining this any further. Uh, someone said that his inspiration... His moves were the inspiration for Glee stars Matthew Morrison's character, Will uh, Schuster, and nothing will convince me otherwise. Oh, God. That's really, really sad. First of all, there's a rule. In stand-up comedy, there's a rule. Never wear shorts on stage, which Sarah Tiana told me many years ago after I sauntered in after a drunken uh, Memorial Day party and was like, look, everybody, look at my new bathing suit. And Sarah was like, never again. And I was like, thank you, sister. She's told a few people that. I hear that story from a lot of people, and I love her for it. She's like, show some respect. People were showing up in flip-flops and shorts. At, at, at the at comedy shows? Yeah, and she, she a few people told me, like, Sarah told her how to dress. How, yeah. Told them I, how to dress. I saw a post with Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross was wearing shorts on stage, and I'm trying to think who was with him. I think it might have been Dave Chappelle, and they were just, like, roasting him. And I'm like, you can't... No one wants to see that milky, translucent leg. <laughs> no one, Jeff. No one wants to see your milky translucent legs. I don't want to see your veins and bones and your your milky Appalachian coal miner legs. Blah. Moonshine legs. 
Um, this is sad to me because I feel like that's how I dance now. Before the pandemic, I used to drop it. When I was in school, I would fucking tear up the floor. I was in Napa and they were playing Dua Lipa at this one bar called Anna's, uh, Aunt, what was it called? Anna's, uh, Anna's Cabana or some, I don't know, some Mexican restaurant. And they had like a DJ at night and everyone's just kind of flailing around. And I was just doing my like uncle by the punch bowl dance. And I'm proud of it. But also you can't show up in khakis. Justin Timberlake, you were in sync. You were a heartthrob to many girls and boys. You cannot show up in khakis and then doing a dance that's very popular in Washington, D.C. and not nail it. Bye, bye, bye. Gone! Baby boy, you're gone! Oh, no. I feel bad for him. You've got to at least be delusional enough to know that you're a pop star and be like, I'm not wearing khaki pants. I'm going to wear like leather pants, like something hot. I think he'll be okay. Huh? I think he'll be okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is crazy. I never thought that I'd be like, meh, about a Beyonce song. And then like looking at Justin Timberlake doing this like hopscotch number and thinking it looks good like that's what he looked like whoever said that on twitter that he looks like a guy at a barbecue nailed it like that's like that's like dad's had a few ipas on father's day you know oh this takes me back to high school look let me show you and you're like oh no stop oh no yeah well i'm sure he'll be okay but you know maybe he'll see this video and be like oh shit i need to get back in the studio and sharpen myself up. I get it. COVID's done a number on everybody, but you can't be Justin Timberlake and not dance. That's just weird to me. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Trust me, I feel you. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. I'll tell you what a burnout feels like. Going nonstop, doing shows in California, going on the road, coming back, traveling, writing, doing more shows, another club. That was from Lady Gaga. But that's what a burnout feels like. You just wake up and you feel tired and you just push through. And then when you get home at night, your brain just starts scrambling even more and you can't get to sleep. That's what a burnout feels like to me. Um, I actually have my first BetterHelp session this Thursday and I can't wait. So I'm encouraging encouraging our listeners to sign up for BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I was matched with mine in like five minutes. And just saying listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash just. That's betterhelp.com slash 
just for 10% off. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. You guys, we're living in crazy times. I get it. COVID is over-ish. I don't know. People are still posting their COVID test results like, oh no, asking for, oh, I hope you feel better. I'm so exhausted by it, but we've hearing, we've been hearing things about this new disease just (laughs) having its moment. I'm talking about monkeypox. Now the CDC issues a bizarre guidance for having sex with monkeypox. Americans who think they might have been exposed to (laughs) monkeypox, I will only say it like that, monkeypox should take precautions like masturbating. What? I really need to read these before we talk about them. You should take precautions like masturbating six feet apart from their partner. What? To prevent the spread of the virus. I like it this way. You should not know about these beforehand. I mean, I knew about monkeypox, but I didn't know there was going to be like masturbation six feet from your partner. What? Why are you masturbating six feet from your partner? So they don't get your monkeypox. Follow but also, the story. <laughs> go to the bathroom in a subway like a normal person. <laughs> the Centers for Disease Control. Oh, wait. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention earlier this month issued a list of safe activities for sexually active patients to engage in. Among the recommendations are avoid kissing and having sex with your clothes on or covering areas where rash or sores are present. See, I guarantee it. First of all, I didn't know you could have sex with your clothes on. Isn't that just dry humping? Isn't that just like being a teenager in the 90s, like on a couch? No? Basically. Pretty much. Patients and prospective patients are also advised to wash your hands, fetish gear, sex toys, or any other fabrics after having sex, and masturbate together at a distance of at least six feet. So we had to stand apart from each other six feet because of COVID. And now they're telling us we have to masturbate six feet apart because of monkey pops. Also, don't date anyone with monkey packs. <laughs> Just don't. If someone's covered in sores and rashes, maybe swipe left for your own sake. So the vast majority of monkey packs were in England 
and uh, were connected to sexually active gay men. Okay. There were 19 confirmed cases of the potentially serious virus in New York City. Get ready, New York Pride. Patients experienced a flu-like illness and swelling of the lymph nodes before developing a rash on their face and body. It's not as contagious as COVID-19 and is transmitted through bodily fluids and prolonged contact with infected areas. Sick. So, masturbate six feet apart. Um, sex with clothing on. And, and have sex with your clothes on. Yeah. But also, don't have sex with people with monkey pals. We don't need it. And if you are having sex with people with monkey pals, you're the problem. You know? Like, Google the pictures. The pictures alone will be like, you know what? I I am not that desperate. If you haven't had sex in two years, go get laid. But look at the person. You need good lighting. Don't show up. Ass in the air. Doors unlocked. Uh-uh. Grinder hookups. I'm talking to you. You need lighting. And you need standards. And that's it. Enjoy yourself. But don't. I'm sorry. If I went over... Okay. I'm in a relationship. A very happy relationship. Love my boyfriend. However, if I was still in, like, you know, hookup or dating mode, and I went over to someone's place, or they came over to mine, and they were like, hey, man, is it cool if we just, like, keep our clothes on and masturbate six feet apart? I'm lighting a match, throwing it at that person, and walking out. No. That is clearly infected. That that You know what that is? That's every zombie movie when you're like, you, you see the person and they've like just started transforming into a zombie and they're like, rah, rah, and they start clicking and, and moving all shaky and shit. And the wife is making breakfast and she's like, Greg, is everything okay? Knowing that Greg is not okay. And then Greg comes over and she's like, Greg, you look a little discolored. It's You look like you're burning up, Greg. Like she should have just run out, but no, she wants Greg. Okay, Greg, I'm here for my morning kiss. You're drooling all over yourself and there's a chunk missing from your neck. And then he bites her. She's got monkey pounds. <laughs> and you know what? This is happening a lot in the gay community. And if Lady Gaga wants to seize this moment, she will release a song called Monkey Pox. It'll be like, my, 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 monkey pox, my, my, monkey pox, my, monkey pox, my, 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 monkey pox, my, my, monkey pox. I want to hold them like they do six feet apart. Yep, it's going to be, yeah. Can't jerk me, can't jerk me off with your monkey pox. Stay six feet apart. Yep, it, I, you're welcome. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be on everyone's dating profile. If you have monkeypox, please tell people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I I don't know if I'm going to go to hell for this comparison. Yes, you are. If you, I've gone on two dates so far since I've been out here where nobody told me she like that they had a kid until I'm on the date. That what? That they had a kid. Oh, they did that. I had a kid. Yeah, I'm like, it's not the monkeypox. I feel bad, but it's just my reaction was the same. Well, monkeypox clears up. That kid's going to be around yeah. forever. So what's worse, children or monkeypox? Fair point. See you in hell. Yeah, the more you know. 
maybe if you have sex with your clothes on, you won't get either. <laughs> have you thought about that? <laughs> maybe we need to normalize having sex with our clothes on. That's what we need. I'm going to figure that out. And, and, and I'm sure it's going to be really annoying, but I'm going to figure it out. But this is a weird story. I have to like, like talk about it first. So this, this ex-boyfriend of a fugitive yoga instructor, you heard me, her name was Kaylin Armstrong, has revealed what he finds most disturbing about her personality after she went on the run for allegedly killing her love rival. That's right. Killer yoga teachers. Colin Strickland, 35, told the son that Armstrong had sides to her personality that I don't think she shared with anybody after she allegedly murdered professional cyclist Mo Wilson in a fit of jealous rage. So this here, wait, 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 go back up. You're right there. So this pro cyclist, Colin Strickland, said that his ex, Caitlin Armstrong, had sights to her personality that no that she shared with nobody. I think this is actually her, and it scared me because I thought this was a girl I went to high school with, and I was like, oh my God, finally, there's a serial killer in my graduating class. So this is her. This is Mo Wilson. She was found dead with multiple gunshot wounds. It also looks like her face is spattered with blood already, but I think it's dirt. And Strickland, this is the guy... Uh, that she killed this woman for. So he says that she is one of the the least vile the least volatile people I have ever met. I had no indication of anything like that. So this woman has now been on the run for more than a month having vanished days after being questioned by the police in the death of Mo Wilson who was found shot to death in Austin, Texas. She was found dead hours after she went swimming with her boyfriend. The champion cyclist Strickland admitted to the Sun that he and Wilson had a brief fling in 2021, but he maintains this was after he and Armstrong had agreed to see other people. I had ended the relationship with her, and it was just interesting timing because Mo had come to Austin to visit a friend that exact week. It was completely unplanned, and yeah, we started spending some time together. Muggy pokes! Regarding his brief dating relationship with Wilson, Strickland said it was clearly expressed to Caitlin at the time, and Caitlin dated other men directly after that. We were clearly going our separate ways, but we just didn't get enough inertia to separate. What? Someone needed monkeypox. So we did. So we were. We wanted to break up, but we just didn't have the energy to break up. Yep. Sounds like me in college after I came out. Anyways, he vehemently insists that after getting back together with Armstrong, his relationship with Wilson was strictly platonic, and he told the son, I'm just in shell-shocked grieving mode. Strickland was speaking after a private investigator told the son earlier this week that Armstrong may have been using her younger sister, Christine Armstrong's identity, to hide out in rural New York State. The fugitive yoga teacher, which will be a lifetime movie, Mark my words, dangerous yoga teacher. That's going to be the title. Uh, she was last seen leaving LaGuardia three days before a warrant was issued for arrest. Uh, Strickland said it was pretty obvious that she would surrender, but added, I'm not really thinking about Caitlin. That's outside my realm of control. Obviously, she's not going to be the same human I once knew. Asked if he believes the claims that Armstrong might have been posing as her sister. He says, how is that relevant to me? Dude, come on. Just work with the reporters. 
I'm working on fucking cars all day. That's what I'm doing, he said. I'm not following the fucking news. It's not my realm of control. There's nothing I can do except drive myself crazy. That's really it. My heart goes out to everyone who is more deeply traumatized by this than I was. After news broke of Wilson's death, this racing champion, Strickland, was dropped by his sponsors. Oh, that sucks. He says, every time I just want to distance themselves from this event, he completely understands the reacting to the public's anger, which I also completely understand. I'm just in the position of fucking my life. There's nothing really to say. It's what it is. I've never done anything to harm anybody yet. That's yet. That's just the position I'm in, and there's no way to change that, unfortunately. I wouldn't fight anybody on the impulse distance themselves from this because it's just a foul situation. So, oh, here's his uh, message to people who are trying to break up with, you know, girlfriends or significant others, boyfriends, whatever. If you just want to be friends, he says, then that's cool. But I'd like to talk about it because honestly, my mind has been going in circles and I don't know what to think. I'll tell you what you need to think, Mr. Strickland. You should have broke up with your girlfriend. Have the inertia to break up with your girlfriend. Um, I think it's kind of lame that he's been dropped by sponsors. That kind of sucks. Um, so, but this woman is on the run, I guess. We haven't found her. Um, I don't know if she's been found, but we will definitely keep you posted. Oh, this is funny. He says... If we were in romantic relationships, we would have been romantic at these bicycle races that we were seeing each other at. We would have found private space, and that was not happening in any way. I think he killed her. I mean, I think he killed her. You think he killed her? I think he was involved in her murder. Ooh. The fact that that, that he's like, I'm not bothered by this as much as other people, I'm like, that's that's a red flag. It is very shady because he also says, I'd like to tell you that Mo, who was the 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 woman who was murdered by the ex-girlfriend or not ex-girlfriend, she was an intelligent person and she was not under the impression that we were in a romantic relationship. You might be onto something. Yeah. Ooh. So let's let's see what he looks like. Can we go back up? Let's see. Yeah, I mean, he's like an Austin 8 murderer. He definitely has, like, he looks like, what's his name? Um, He looks like, um, like a starving Gerard Butler. Right? No. No? Who do you think he looks like? He kind of looks like Neil Brennan. He does look like Neil Brennan. <gasps> totally. He's got those droopy, like, Dead I'm eyes. smart eyes. Yeah. He's got his, like, how's the bulge? The bulge is okay. He's got his, like, dirty mechanic hands. Yeah. I mean. Just for the record, Neil Brennan doesn't have dirty mechanic hands. Neil Brennan's a little thinner than this guy, too. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a fat um, Brennan. But, like, I see what you're saying. He's got those tan arms. He's got uh, some pouty lips. And that's the thing. These guys, when they end up, like, killing their girlfriends or wives or whatever, that's when, like, other women are like, oh, my God, I would kill for you. You're so hot. La, 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 la. 
I bet he told this girl, he's like, look, I want to be with you, but I can't. I'm with this girl. And if you want to get with me, you're going to have to kill her. And she was like, okay. And also, honey, if you're like thinking about murder, like take a yoga class. <laughs> I've oh. never heard of a murderous yoga instructor. She killed her like the downward dog that she was. She put her in child's pose forever. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> yep. I definitely want to be following this story because uh, I, I do love a good, like, dangerous love triangle. Ugh. But speaking of dangerous, <laughs> Mama June's daughter, Pumpkin, Pumpkin, who's 22, woo, and her husband, Josh, reveal first photos of their newborn twins and they share their baby's pictures. Mama June Shannon's daughter, Pumpkin. Uh, they showed the first photos of their newborn twins and shared their baby's unusual names. Now, I'm not going to name you the baby's names, but you have twins. Okay, you've got Honey Boo Boo and Pumpkin. What do you think the twins' names are going to be? Accident and mistake. What? Accident and mistake. Accident and mistake. Close. Um, they're not accident and mistake. However, they are... Here they are. Silas Ray and Stella Renee. That's not weird. Stylus? The thing that you used to... Silas? Do? Oh, Silas. Silas. Oh, that's still not great. Silas. That's very country. And Stella. That's very... That's not crazy. The 22-year-old Road to Redemption star gave birth via C-section. Sick. Ugh, that's where they just, like, rearrange all your guts. Um, at a Georgia hospital. Uh, and in stunning photos, the happy new parents showed off their brood. Oh, I hate that word, brood. Brood of children, which is now doubled. The baby's boy name is Silas, and the twin sister is Stella. Stella weighed in at six pounds, okay, and the other one was five pounds. Pumpkin revealed that she and Josh were the only people allowed in the delivery room when the twins were born. After the birth, Josh's mother, stepfather, and grandmother were the first visitors. An elated pumpkin. I love an elated pumpkin, especially during the fall. I love an elated pumpkin. Said the family's real happy. Things have been stressful adjusting to three babies under one year old and just five kids in general, but it's nothing me and Josh can't handle. You know what else they can't handle? Their cholesterol. This just means life is a little more hectic, but will be so worth it in the end. Surrounded by family, but not mama. Uh-oh, Mama June, 42, has been largely out of the picture since the birth of her twin grandbabies as she is living in Alabama with her new boyfriend turned husband, Justin Stroud. No, I'm dating Mama June, who must remain in the state due to ongoing legal issues stemming from his arrest on a probation violation. I mean, good God, just white trash at its finest. And of course, we have to finish this story off with fucking Honey Boo Boo ruining everything. Honey Boo Boo, who's now 16, took a picture with this one of the twins. And this picture is very disturbing. We'll pop it up here for you guys. You can watch it on YouTube when it comes out. Comedy Store YouTube page. You can see all the videos there. 
She's holding it like she nearly drops this baby. Look how she's holding this baby. She's literally holding it like a like a foot long Italian BMT. Yeah, it looks like she's holding a Big Mac, like two hands, top and bottom. And she's a. It looks like she's holding a prop baby. Yeah. On her way to TJ Maxx in the Hamptons, um, Elena Honey Boo Boo Thompson has nearly suffered a blunder. Yeah, I'd call that a fucking blunder after almost dropping her baby. Uh, her sister's newborn daughter in new photos. Look at Honey Boo Boo. She's got those baby hairs going. She's got those big old fake Claire's eyelashes on. And can we scroll down? Do you I mean, to? my God. <laughs> yeah, it does look pretty bad. This, oh, these poor kids. Can we call Child Protective Services now? Is it too early? Oh my god! It's like she's never held anything before. Well, she's held the family together, that's for sure. Oh Jesus! This, like I look at that photo, I'm like, this is not. Oh God. Ugh. Ugh. Can we can Ugh. we get off this story? This is just every picture is worse than the last. Okay, they're all happy. Good for them. Yeah, everyone's happy until the baby gets dropped. Like this is the <laughs> That's what I always say. Everyone's happy when the, there's a new baby until they drop it. Yeah. It's all fun. And then the whole party, the whole vibe changes and everyone looks at you like you're the problem and you're like, "No, I just I can't triple fist my alcohol and a baby." Yeah, it goes from a party to a funeral at the drop of a baby. Yeah. The party's over once the baby's dropped. Um but I will say this. <sighs> the trailer dropped for this new um, series that's coming out. No pun intended. Uh, Maybell Blair, who inspired A League of Their Own, comes out at 95. You don't have to hide. Now, Mabel Blair was a professional women's baseball player. She recalls how joining the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League changed her life for the better. Uh, Mabel was a women's baseball player who inspired the classic movie, A League of Their Own. By the way, I can watch that movie and every time I will cry. It's, uh At what part? I fall apart. No, but at what part? All, uh, well... Uh, it's when Betty Spaghetti's husband dies, when they, when they passing the yellow letter around, you know, to say like who the husband dies. And she's like, no, Johnny or whatever. And I'm like, oh God. And then when the two sisters like get split up to the different teams, uh, Shirley Baker, when Shirley Baker can't read, it always makes me sad. Cause she's just standing there and she's like, she's like, oh honey, can you not read? And she's like. No. And she's like, you're a peach. And you're like, she's a peach. And then at the end, when they do like the Hall of Fame or whatever, and the little fat kid shows up and he's like, you're going to lose that kid. Um, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And she's like, where's your mom? And he's like, mom passed a, you know, a couple years ago. And you're just like, no. And then, of course, this used to be my playground at the, at the end credits. Always. Every time. Bawling. Ugh. So, League of Their Own, one of the best movies ever. Penny Marshall directed, 
R.I.P. But Mabel Blair came out as a lesbian at the tender age of 95 years old. She was one of the members of the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, a professional women's baseball league that existed from 43 to 1954. The Women's League inspired the 1992 classic movie starring Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, and Madonna. It also inspired an Amazon Prime series of the same name, and it was during the promotion of the series that Blair opened up about her sexuality, leading to raucous cheers from the crowd. The caption of the post read, for the majority of her life, sports legend, 95-year-old player Mabel Blair felt like she had to hide her authentic self. Today she came out publicly for the first time. We couldn't be happier for her and continue to push for love, acceptance, and all that jazz. Uh, She's from California. She pitched for the Peora Red Wings in 1948. She was at the 2022 Tribeca Film Festival in New York about the series created by Abby Jacobson of Broad City. I think it's a great opportunity for these young girl ball players to come to realize that they're not alone and you don't have to hide. I hit for 75, 85 years, and this is actually basically the first time I've ever come out. Uh, Madonna played Mabel Blair's character in the original film and was known as All the Way May. This is All the Way May. Wow. Now you look at that character different. Now I'm looking at that character and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. All the way. All the way May, but also All the Way May was friends with Rosie O'Donnell, who is terrible. It's a lesbian. So maybe All the Way May was just tired of all these guys like hooking up with her. I'm okay. I'm not going to sound, I'm not going to try and sound like a dick, but I do think. Congratulations. I think it's never too late to come out. I posted the story on my Instagram. However, I mean, like, you paid, you played softball. You know? I always hear stories about my lesbian friends, and they're like, oh, I played softball in, in high school and college. And you're like, oh. And they're like, when did you, how did you know I was a lesbian? I'm like, you played softball. Yeah. It's like, when did you know you were gay? I didn't play basketball. I didn't play football. What did I do? I was in theater. I took a chance on a role, and I adapted that role. I let that role take over me, and I was that role on stage. You play the part. But I'm very happy for her. I wonder what Madonna thinks. I can't wait for Madonna to make this about her. When I played All the Way May in A League of Their Own. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. I went all the way, and I've gone all the way with men, women, farm animals, etc., etc. Now look at me. (laughs) I am now all the way Madonna because I've gone all the way, and I can't fucking stop. I'm very happy for her. I think this is great. Yeah, Madonna's got the plants coming out of her vagina now, so uh, that's where that went. Yeah, she now has a playground that she can... Hi, hitch a swing onto one of its branches and and play on her own playground. This used to be my playground. Oh my gosh! Well, congrats to her. I had to end on a happy pride story. However, I do have one more story. I had to go do a mental health check. Um, I was just tired and crotchety, and I went to go get a massage. And I went to Burke Williams, which is a uh, a, a massage chain here in California. And they have, I highly recommend this to our listeners. 
just go to burkewilliams.com and buy their um shower spray it's um eucalyptus and jasmine holy shit a little goes a long way just a spray in your shower turns your shower into a spa i haven't had a massage and i couldn't even tell you how many years i go get a massage hot tub cold plunge sauna steam room everything and i went and my massage lady was so sweet however when i go get a massage I don't want to hear talking. And I had a chatty masseuse. Hashtag chatty masseuse. And I got in there and I'm laying down. And I haven't been on a massage table in a long time. So I'm like a big guy too. So she's got to like extend the headpiece and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, all right. She starts going in. And I'm telling you, I was rickety. My muscles have turned to gravel. I'm like popping and locking and dancing like JT Timberlake at a uh, DC barbecue. She starts talking to me and she's like, so soft. Mind you, there's like music, like, like spa music. And she's rubbing me. I'm zoning out. And she's like, and I'm like, mm hmm. Yeah, totally. Yes, completely agree. Like, I'm just trying to see if I can, like, give her the hint to be quiet. She could have honestly been saying, I killed John Benet Ramsey. And I'd be like, great, that's fun. <laughs> like, I was, I was just saying, uh huh, uh huh, to everything. But then she started talking to me a little more when I had rolled over. And she got so pissed off at me when I rolled over um, because I didn't do it like, fluid enough i just like flopped over and was like ah and she was like no 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 you're ruining everything um but then she was telling me how like we need to take care of our bodies and like our bodies are machines and we need to take care of them and nurture them and when the body is tired to go relax and i encourage all of you guys summer is here get some dangerously dope popsicles um, sit in a hot tub, relax, take some time for yourselves. You're worth it. Everyone loves you. Love yourself first. However, but if you're going to love yourself, make sure to love yourself six feet away from somebody else. Because why? That concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening again. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast fix rate and review i love reading all your comments thank you again for supporting just saying and we will see you next time take care